This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. back with episode 138 of the TNA Cross Line Podcast. I am Bob Pellion Jr. With me as always is Dallas Gridley. In Dallas, it is night two of the Best Damn Wrestling Show special. A joint production with the Best Damn Sports Show and TNA Wrestling. And on this edition, we know a few things that are going to be happening. Tom Arnold. The legendary Tom Arnold is going to be wrestling against Puppet. There is going to be a steel cage match, six sides of steel, between Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy. Although I don't believe it is for the NWA world title. And then Brian Cox, former NFL linebacker, is going to be having a mystery partner to take on the Naturals amongst potential other matches that we are not simply aware of. The first one uh, was not necessarily the greatest. Dallas gave a rare thumbs in the middle for a team. I know. I had to. That's how, when, when it's like that, then oof, it might be like heroes of wrestling quality that he went thumbs in the middle. Now, I went thumbs down, which has been a rarity uh, in recent months. For TNA, so hopefully this second installment can uh, deliver some better entertainment and wrestling quality. Yeah, I mean, it was like a weird, it was really a weird show. Um, It's also really weird that we're literally doing this the day after it happened. Yeah. Um, You know, so there's that. Uh, It's also really weird that I'm about to switch my microphone in the middle of talking. Because I did not. Again, so everyone's going to see how much better I sound in about two seconds. Oh, wow, yeah. Look at that. Um, yeah, so, whoops. Uh, we're <laughs> live, pal. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It happened. Uh, do we want to do a quick rundown of the matches uh, like we normally do of what happened on yesterday's show? Yeah, go ahead. I don't have the thing open. So I do. Yeah. Of course, you know me, Mr. Mr. Prepared. Sometimes, Mister, I didn't plug in the right microphone. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I only unplugged it because I was showing you wrestling books before we recorded. (laughs) Um, Okay, so on November tenth, two thousand four, which, by the way, is is taped on October twenty seventh, and we'll the same show we're watching right now today, night two, taped the same day. Crazy taping if you went to that live. so Alex Shelley defeat or sorry, AJ Styles defeated Alex Shelley in a minute twenty seven seconds. America's Most Wanted defeated Dallas and Kid Cash in six minutes and thirteen seconds. That seems not what it was, but maybe that it was, was not six minutes. And if it was, dude, it fucking flew. There's no way that was six minutes. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if that was a that, commercial. The commercial. 
and we didn't we there's no timer we don't have a time dude we need the fox box yeah. i never thought i needed it but i do yeah um christopher daniels defeated kazarian in two minutes and six seconds ron killings defeated raven in two minutes 20 seconds and i might even say one of raven's worst matches potentially ever i mean it was like yeah, it was bad they had a lot of mix, miscommunication and like raven lost by a roll-up it was a mess uh, T.O. defeated Puppet in the hardcore match in a minute, 32 seconds. And that, of course, is leading to the match Bob already mentioned. And Chris Sabin defeated Primetime and Sanjay Dutt in the Ultimate X match to become the number one contender for uh, Turning Point. On December 5th. On December 5th. I almost messed up the pay-per-view name. Um, and I will say, Bob, this is... Something we may discuss uh, on Impact or an Impact episode, which is tomorrow. <laughs> um, but it is noted on Cage Match that the Wrestling Observer Newsletter gave that Ultimate X four stars. What? Yeah, it says WON four stars. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it was a four star match. No, it was pretty good, though. I mean, especially compared to the rest of the show, it probably was a four-star match, but... I don't know, man. It was good, but four stars? I don't know. Sometimes it's easy to please them. You know, what can we say? Well, yeah, I mean, when like you said, when you see maybe not great wrestling, and then you see something that's just good, good becomes great. Yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say. So. Um... But yeah, that's what ha- just happened. I don't really think there's much more to really discuss um, before getting into this show. It's the same crowd number. I'll tell, I'll tell you right now. It's 350 people. Everyone's free. We already said when it's taped. I mean, here we are. We're at the show, baby. I don't know. Yeah, if you want to watch along, remember it is on yes. YouTube. Just to search it up. Best damn wrestling event, period. Uh, and it should be right on there. We're on night two. The runtime for this uh, is one hour, three minutes, and 12 seconds. Um, And usually, I mean, we haven't really seen commercials. They've been mostly uh, just like, hey, watch Best Damn Sports. Ad reads, yeah, of like, yeah, here's what's going to happen in November and December. Yeah. Super weird, super weird event, but here we are. Night two, baby. Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to count down from three. Uh, when I say play, that is when we are going to begin. This is TV 14. <gasps> so, probably because of the cage. Maybe and they haven't shown blood, too. So. Well, so let's see. It says DLV, which means, what's the D? I know. Dialogue? Know. It has to be dialogue, right? Well, see, but L is language. Dialogue, language, violence. Hmm. Hold on. We need to get to the bottom of this. We can start. I just want to get to the bottom right, of I'm this. I'm going to count down from three and we'll do this. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one, play. I hope if I turn the volume on. Why is my muted? Oh, there we go. <laughs> We're getting the same intro we did yesterday. The best damn wrestling event, period. I'm really confused by when they keep on saying late night sports talk show. I don't. I didn't think it was on late at oh. night. Bob, uh, the D is, uh, in, it's the use of intensely suggestive dialogue, is what the D oh, is. I was right. L is strong coarse language, and then V is intense violence. So you heard that here first, guys. 
This show, right here, contains intense violence. Uh, we're getting a recap of last night, so we can... And also, if there's an S, so if you see DLSV for TV14, it sexual. is intense sexual situations. So, them, like, hinting at the babes and, like, making weird or, um, orgasm uh, comments and stuff, that falls under the intensely suggestive dialogue, even though it sounds pretty fucking uh, forward to me. Yes, Tom Arnold stooped to a new low. Now, did these two shows, do you think, or no, if it aired in place of the Best Damn Sports Show, period? Or since those were earlier, do you think this was just the night of? You know, that's a really great question. I'm going to look up and see. Just if you can find it, dude, that'd when... be awesome. I tried. I couldn't. Here comes Leanne tweeting. Where it looks like we're probably getting potential in introductions again for all these guys. We don't never know if he's gonna kiss your ass or kick it. John Spider Sally. Wow. So I was. This is interesting. So the show aired weeknights at 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. local time. Or later if there was a live sporting event. So it was later. I always We're, thought it was around like 6. The the, the normal uh, sports show? Yeah, the best damn sports show was on at 9 and 11. I'm assuming that this special would have been... Would have been around probably 8 or 9. If it was at... Eight, it would probably lead into the, the best damn sports show. Okay. Um, if you notice here, uh, Chris Rose is coming out. He's more of a heel now because he's got sunglasses, a feather boa, and he's wearing Bobby Roode, Scott Demore's jacket. That's right. Chris's stupid sign still behind the crowd. Ninety minutes of fun. Oh, wait, that's actually super important to know because these were... Okay, hold on. This makes so much more sense now because we were told in notes before getting to this show that they were one-hour specials. He just said it was 90 minutes, which is why the show we're watching is an hour because with the commercials, yeah. it this makes so much more sense because yeah, well, I was really confused about that But because we read in notes it was an hour long. Me and my Mr. Printer is going to kick this shit out of the naturals as we got censored, but. I was trying to get some more information on Leanne Tweeden since Bob introduced her as, well, she's a woman on yesterday's show. Uh, but, I mean, she kind of is. Okay, wait, hold on. Things you wouldn't say to puppet is how we're starting this. I actually don't know if we're going to repeat much of this. Probably not. How do you get home every night? I haven't seen one yellow brick road in Orlando. Jesus Christ. Forget Nike and Adidas. The only endorsement deal you're going to get is from Keebler.
he basically says the only sized ring he should wrestle in is an onion ring, which is now making me hungry for onion rings. Okay, that one's kind of funny because of his name. Uh, he said the only way you come alive is when someone's hand is up your ass. That one I liked. <laughs> that was pretty. That one was good. I thought those were going to be a lot worse than they were, so that's I'll give them credit. Uh, we got a bagpiper. Um, so uh, Leanne Tweeden is essentially uh, she's an American radio broadcaster, model, sports commentator, and she is the co-host of Dr. Drew Midday Live on Radio Seven Ninety KABC in Los Angeles. She also. Uh, fun fact, appeared on the cover of Playboy magazine in August 1996, but was not nude in the magazine. Uh, that was part of a fitness model pictorial in that issue. However, in December 2011, she did appear on the cover again, and that time she was nude. Wow. So much later than this, but Piper's in the ring. We're doing Piper's Pit. We know that is Chris Rose is the guest. He's not in the ring yet, though. She was also uh, a guest character in the motocross video game Freak Style as a motocross rider in 2002. Um, she was the cover girl on the FHM magazine in March 2007, which was the final U.S. issue ever printed. And uh, in 2008, she was named among the top Hooter girls of all time for their 25th anniversary. So you're saying I can see Leanne Tweeden naked? Yes, and also she participated. Yeah, in let's 16- look at your fucking TV screen right now. Oh. Johnny Fairplay is coming out. Oh my god! Wait a second, dude. I never thought we'd see him again. Never. Dude, that carpet for Piper's Pit fucking sucks. Yeah, it's bad. This is reality. Wait, I love his hat that says, heart you, grandma. That's funny. Okay, I think that's fucking hilarious. Wait a second, is he on Piper's side here? Because he said, leave or I'll make you leave? Yeah, let's see, he's threatening Rose. Face turn. Said, I'll kick your little scrawny ass, and he pushed him. We got us a wrestling match. And because of what they're saying right now, they have to pop up at the bottom of the screen. We do have six sides of steel, so please keep watching. If you're watching still seven minutes, 36 seconds into the show. What a heel. He comes out and just yells, wrestling is fake. (laughs) So generic. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh. Is Piper beating up fair play? Yeah, Piper is spraying him with a fire extinguisher. And then just kicked him out of the ring. So is Piper about to fight Chris Rose? What? What the hell is going on? The music's playing Chris Rose. He's picking up fair play. Why is Piper helping Rose? Look, Chris Rose is trying really hard not to touch like his butt. You could tell he was trying really hard. Oh, wait, because he likes wrestling now. See, he took the shirt off. Oh, so he's a wrestling fan? 
Uh, Piper then uses the extinguisher on Rose, but Rose doesn't really sell it. <laughs> wow, that was not a good segment at all. That was not good. Coming up, Shark Boy's vicious bite. They're showing it to us. It's yeah, not so, coming up. They literally so just showed why, us. Like, why even bother? Five way X division match. See, I don't like when they do this shit and they show you. This is what WCW would do a Saturday night. Like, I know it's taped. Don't show me like Sting beating Ric Flair. Like, why am I gonna watch? Yeah. The show, the match. Now. The tables match with AJ Styles. Tom Tom yeah. Arnold versus Puppet coming up. Oh man, we're in for a freaking show tonight. Yeah, we are. Okay, this is okay. There we go. Finally ended. Jesus. Why? Why are we showing extended clips of the matches before? Oh, Sally turns bad boy. Oh, because they're they're literally showing us what happens. He threw a he threw a basketball at Scott Demore, and there's an NWA flag hung up. Cox partner revealed. Are there any shows? The hell are you looking at? And he slams the door. I'm doing my uh, research on Leanne Tweeden right now, in case you're wondering. Oh, okay. That's why Bob's so quiet. They're showing uh, Cox in the match, and they're not showing his partner. They're doing that really good. Um, I don't think I realize this, but um, Leanne Tweeden, I think, is a woman that accused Al, Al Franken. I don't know who that is. Um, isn't he like a political guy? Senator Al Franken accused of forcibly kissing, groping a woman. Oh, wow. Was Leanne Tweeden. Oh, shit. That was back in 2017. I remember hearing about that. That's bizarre. You want to take a guess on who Leanne Tweeden's married to? The thing is, I think I just saw that when I was looking her up, and I don't remember. Oh, it's not the same guy. Yeah. Well, it says says Chris Daughtry, but it's not Daughtry the singer. It's not? No, it's an airline pilot. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was literally the singer, and then not. Okay, that's really funny. Well, Daughtry spells his name different, too. So I guess that makes sense. Okay, we're backstage with Team Canada. It's Eric Young, Bobby Roode, and Scott Demore. So they're going against Three Life Crew. Is that appropriate attire for a broadcast journalist? You put yourself in the middle of a six-sided danger zone. Ah, ah, ah. 
think I go in the ring with my boy John Sally and the Three Live Crew. Turn it over to the voices of TNA Wrestling here. Thank God. And we are, it looks like, getting a uh, flag match, Bob. I saw can Canadian flag up. Is that real? I don't know, dude. I saw it hanging up. Here comes the three life crew, Conan, BG James, and John Sally. John Sally, man. This whole John Sally trying to be a manager guy is kind of annoying me. They said he's the best damn manager what the fuck? <laughs> okay, he said he told them that he didn't get the girl, so if they win, they can have them. What the fuck? So you don't have them though. You don't have them to give to anyone. Well, right, because he also he they're not an, they're not an item. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's important. There's also a lot of weird stuff going on there. Yeah. But here comes Team Canada. Oh, look at this. Okay, this is really important to know. They do not have the titles with them. They just said on commentary, Correct. the crew are the new champions. Smart. Yeah, but Three Like Crew didn't have the title either. No, because that would be a spoiler. Right. Hmm. Okay, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, The thing that's interesting is that Jarrett kept the title is he just not going to have it because they want to keep it away from him um same for uh pd williams well pd might have it because he retains it well that's what i'm wondering with him with Jarrett too though right i don't know hmm yeah i'm not sure although i think it's also would be a weird decision to have this big event um, show going on and not show any titles. Like, that's a big thing in wrestling. Right. We'll see. Base Buster by Conan to Eric Young. Bobby Roode with a clothesline. B. James climbing up to get the NWA flag, but no. I shoved out the ropes. Rolling Thunder Lariat by Conan again. Playing to the crowd. Is he going to go for the flag? No. Well, he was. He got pulled out by Rude. The Canadians are prepared. Look at John Saley standing on the stairs in case he's not tall enough. Right. <laughs> What's Damore doing? He's climbing up. This is what we just saw a preview of. John Saley throws a basketball Threw at him. a basketball at him. <laughs> he fixes his tie. That was funny. And BG gets it. He hit him with a basketball. Oh, look at There's a three-life crew flag with the NWA flag. It just says 3LK on it. It's like a oh. white flag that looks oh, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Mark. Oh, see, they got the good song. Can't you hear the fizzle sizzle? <laughs> Maybe that's what they use when they win. 
No, I think that's what they do as like a group, but the other one, it uh, seems like Ron Killings uses. Ron. Top TNA finishers, number five, the Canadian Destroyer. Number one is going to be the Stroke. No, I think it's going to be the Styles Clash. Styles Clash, probably. I'm surprised the Destroyer's number five. Yeah. Think you, think you got, got what takes? it takes? Freaking Goldberg. To host the best in sports show? At this point, Goldberg's... He's done in WWE, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. He was he was gone at WrestleMania 20. Which would have been... Yes. Amazing. Yes. That's right. <clears throat> when well, I was looking up... What are they best, doing? I Get didn't realize the- that, they, that that show went from 2001 to 2009. The best in sports show? Yeah, I thought it was over before that. Wow. Ricky Williams, Richard Simmons. It could be Monty Brown. It could be. What's this? They're going on the street with fans? Oh, my God. Tom Arnold says, you're waiting in line to see a bunch of sweaty shirtless guys to grope each other. Dude. That's great. Okay, this is like, this is bad. He's Now he's just being like, oh, sleeping in your mom's basement. He's doing the man. You're a virgin. Why is he, he goes, all upset? He's so sad. He's Oh my god. So he has kids with the if their favorite wrestlers. They all said Sting. One was sad. Then he, this other kid said his favorite Sting. And he said, Do you think the police will ever get together? Unfortunately, Sting is not gonna be on these shows, so Oh my God! You guys have to be related to me. He says to kids because your head is the same size as mine. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that was one of the that was one of the worst segments we've seen in both of these nights. See, this is what I mean, though, is that Tom Arnold is also playing the essentially the wrestling is fake character, I feel like. But he's almost doing it better than Chris Rose, because Chris Rose, all he says is, wrestling's fake. Yeah, but now he's like aligned with Piper's. I don't understand that. Well, Piper still sprayed him, so. Well, that's true. But You're my partner, Sal. I can't. Is John Sally his partner? No, he can't reveal it, even to him. We're going to whoop the naturals, no matter who my partner his is. His partner is going to be Mount Brown. He's going to be like, we weren't getting along, but then they hit you, and now you're my partner. All right, here comes Abyss. Here comes Abyss. 
Best damn replay. So we're getting a replay of yesterday, and of course, he powerbombed AJ Styles to a table. We heard AJ Styles is in a tables match. I think this is all making sense now. Yeah. And there it goes. Right through the table. There you go. All right, well, this could be good. Yeah, I think this definitely has some potential. Until the runtime of the match is about three minutes. That's what I was going to say. Three minutes would be on the long side. Wow. Phenomenal. Crown. AJ Styles. The only only triple crown winner. AJ Styles. It's pretty crazy. I don't know for sure off the top of my head, but I feel like he's got to hold that for a while. But he's the only one for some time. Oh, you know what? Yeah, who else? Okay. The thi- the you know who does Saban. get it? And that's a long time. Long in the time. You know, another one that technically I believe does it is Abyss. Oh, wow. Wow, that's crazy. Because, like, for me, I'm not going to include, like, the le- the Triple Crown should be your main three. No. We're not including, like, Legends and Global Title, whatever. That's it ends up being the same. TV, but. yeah, TV title, whatever. They change the title like four or five times. Yeah. Then it's the King of the Mountain title, right? Some nice forearm. Some more Joe does it too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's gotta be a tag team champion. No, I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, pops up on Abyss into a Hurricane Rana. That was nice. Whoa, dude. Okay, so there's there's a. I mean, Kurt Angle. We're waiting a while. Kurt Angle does in like one night. Yeah, but he's not. Oh, well, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, future Kurt Angle might come in. Okay. At least we're not saying the dates. Yeah. Hey, there's just some oh, so stuff. So it's been, it's an 18, it's been 18 years, right? Come on, guys. Oh. 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 Nice dive on Abyss. up his back on that. Yeah, Abyss, like, bent over to take that, which is an interesting choice, because it looks like it hurt him more. We're in the ring. There's a table in the ring. Four fi- springboard 450 by Styles. Um, did the the North won the tag team titles, right? Yeah. So Josh Alexander then is a triple crown champion. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But we're still once again. I still think we're waiting a while before this all kind of. Oh no, you're we right. We have yeah. an, another. Yeah. The hard part of that is the X division and heavyweight part. And I mean, not re- a lot that right. And out. realistically, Styles, I would say, is almost lucky he was the tag team. I like that was just like an interesting ch- choice when it happened. Or I don't think we would have right. seen him win that yet. If that never happened, that first that first show that we saw him win, what pay per view two or whatever it was, two or three, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it was three. Um, it wouldn't. I don't think it would have happened. No, I agree with you. Black hole slam. This AJ always takes that move good. This has been a a good match so far. Yeah, for the brief time. Abyss and AJ, I feel like are just like not capable of having bad matches together. No, they're two guys that work together extremely well. And do you know off the top of your head, did they really work together much before coming to TNA? Uh, there, I believe, 
thanks to Brian Turner's uh, VHS uh, rehab uh, page and also the end of a wild side mm. YouTube page that Bill, I, I think Bill Barron's is involved with. I could be wrong. Yes, I believe so. <clears throat> um, I I want to say there was like very few and Abyss was not Abyss at that right, time. Right, right. Known as Justice. Justice. And a completely different character. That makes sense. I, I kind of forgot that they're in the same area. Yeah, so they definitely had... I did kind of forget about that, because I just picture Abyss just doing, like, Puerto Rican dates all the time. Right, right. Oh, there it is. Oh, nice. Sunset Flip Powerbomb getting Abyss through the table. That was pretty nice. Yeah, you know, well, and I, I don't mind this either, because Abyss isn't being pinned. He's just being put through the table. Yeah. So. That was good. Um, I thought that was a, a really fun, quick match. And once again, they worked yeah, so well right. together. Abyss's sell through the table is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, that was a fine match. Cool. 25 minutes, 34 seconds if you're following along on YouTube or wherever. Oh, God. Okay, Leon Tweeden is talking to Tom Arnold, who I swear, dude, does not look like himself. Like, I'm still like, are we sure that's the same guy? Well, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm just, hold on. Tom Arnold. I feel like he's normally recognized as being probably bigger. Clean shaven. Maybe that's what it is. See, like, and it's also like the glasses. Like, this is Tom Oh, Arnold. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go, I mean, then you go into, like, the actual show. And it's just like, okay, that's a completely yeah, okay. different guy. We're going to interview Puppet right after this, Leanne says. Oh, we got to go. Jesus. Another TNA finisher. Oh, wow. Number four Styles Clash. I'm wrong. Black Hole Slam's got to be in there. I think you're right about the stroke now. Dude, if the stroke. Or you know what it is? I know what it is. Swanton Bomb. Swanton Bomb. Pounce. Number three, the pounce. I mean, you can't deny that. That's true. The pounce, the pounce is so good, and I would say, no, even if you don't sell it that good, it still looks like it fucking hurts. You're getting but, ran over, yeah. But the people who sell it really good, like, make it look like, holy shit. Right. Oh, this is kind of a cool angle. They're interviewing him behind one of the tunnels. She's kneeling down, by the way. Yeah, oh. she's he's pissed. <laughs> Stand up. To be fair, we, that's how like, Goldilocks interviewed him before. Yeah, he probably had the same reaction, though, too. He was also in the garbage can. Mr. Roseanne. Whoa. He's going to cut him at the knees. He's got me tonight, baby. Baby. Whoa. He stood on a chair and barely got to eye level still. He says, you better get the bass out of your voice. And then Shane Douglas comes in to take over. Shane Douglas is strictly an interviewer. Super interesting to me. It's such a weird transition because he, the whole Raven thing. And then he just casually interviews him backstage. Yeah. And then the same thing with Michael Shane and stuff. Or Matt Bentley, whatever. But at the time, Michael Shane, where he was like, oh. Yeah, but see, he didn't. The thing with that one is, like, he didn't ignore their past, I feel like. 
Like he kind of, you could tell like his mannerism with Raven. Right. It was like really weird. Right. I think he, there was one segment when he, after he attacked like Dutton Sabu that he was like a little hesitant to interview him. But after that, he's sitting in the fucking red, dark backstage area with him and stuff. So here comes Puppet who just tripped. Puppet just tripped coming out to the ring. He meant to do that. And let's see. Tom Arnold getting big interest. We have um, Chris Rose, by the way, in commentary. Leanne is bringing him out as if she's like the heel manager now. What the heck? This is so weird. His favorite player, Michael Strahan. That's the jersey he's wearing. Number 92. I knew that. You only know Michael Strahan from Good Morning America. Uh, I don't know if I even really knew that. Um, you know, I, I try. I try so hard. I do think you when you How said about it. Kelly and Michael? Kelly Ripa and Michael Strahan. No? Oh, okay. oh, Kelly and Ripa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I try so hard to just give this guy a fucking out and he doesn't take it. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I should just lie. But see, then you call me on the lies. Well, the, when you lie and I know you're lying, that just makes it better. So, yeah, but you're not very good at that, though. Like, sometimes I'm not lying and you think I'm lying because I, like, oh, laugh or something. I know Nikita Koloff. I best did. Of, best of seven. <laughs> I did. Well, first off, yeah. I mean, they had a great, him and Megan T. Best, a really great best of seven in 1986. But yeah, he takes his, his fucking mask off. Who's this guy? I never said that. Okay, guys, go and listen to the episode. It does not happen. I paused because I was shocked. Wait, Tio's in the ring. What is going on? Is Tio turning heel and he's with Tom Hartle now? I don't know, but Andrew Thomas does not seem to care that there's interference in this Dude, match. He just got a bait and switch on a Tom Arnold puppet match. Okay, that was really weird. Uh, he did a headbutt to his nuts. I'm really confused. Is Puppet a bad guy or a good guy? I think that people want to cheer Tom Arnold, but as a wrestling fan, you fucking hate him because of how he just talked. I think they're doing this opposite, though, Bob. I think we should have had this happen on the night one, and then the hardcore match happened night two because of this. I agree. I agree. Swanton, that should be one of the top five finishers. Tom Arnold got on to pin him, too, and they're like, that's just, this is an awkward visual there. Arnold is seemingly humping Tio while over Puppet. That was weird. That was not good. Chris Rose, who has uh, embraced his heel or his wrestling persona now. So I don't remember. Um, I'll, I'll talk about it now because they're just doing an interview that we don't really care about. Uh, I mentioned to Bob off air before we started recording these episodes. Uh, but during the taping of this, they were everything was taped on the same night. Right. The Ultimate X match was the first thing taped. And then after that, we went in order from the show, and then it started with the flag match, and then we kind of went through. So I think everything else is, like, in order. Um, But I was just checking, because I wanted to see if that match actually was filmed first or second, and it was actually second, Tom Marl defeating Puppet. Okay. So we got um, 
what's the name? Brian Cox in a room saying, I got your back. They attacked you. I got your back, though. And then he turns around and he goes, what are you doing in here? And he shuts the door. So we didn't see his mystery partner. I wonder who it could be. Interesting. Uh, speaking of Vince Russo, I have to find it and tell you tell you after Bob. But we had a um, a, a comment on one of our YouTube uh, videos about the booking of Vince Russo. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by the way, guys, I'm by the time this airs, and I didn't tell Bob this yet, I believe you could start to find us at YouTube.com/slash/CrossTheLineTNA instead of like just searching us. I think I can actually do that URL now. Oh wow. And that's because you guys, the supporters, subscribe to us, and we had enough that we can then switch the name. Nice. Only took, uh, what, just, uh, three years? Two years. Wait. Two, two years. Two, two years. I was like, wait a second. We haven't been doing this three years well, yet. Well, I think we? this is what I think. I go 2002, 2004. Right, which that's how, we, right. that's how we ordered, though. Technically, we're on our third season. Well, no, because... June to June, so June oh two to June. I do it by years. One. So play, you do so you do it different. Yeah. Play your the playlists on YouTube are years are the seasons. How gotcha. I'm ordering the podcast, so it's two thousand two, right. two thousand three, two thousand four. Right. I mean, really, it's been like almost it's almost three years anyway because two and a half, two full years, and then they start in June of oh two, so it's really two and a half. Right. Tom Arnold's going to live in somebody's house? Hmm. What the hell? Oh, man. Okay, we're going to recap what happened in the X Division at Victory Road. So we're looking at, it looks like that, uh, the gauntlet match. If you're following along, we are at 34 minutes, 42 seconds. And you're like me, that means that there's 28 minutes and 25 seconds in the show. Jeez. German suplex there. Saving on Kazarian. Jarrell Clark, 630. I'm Puma. I wonder, you know what? That should be one of the top five moves. The 6.30. Yeah, it really should. Okay, we're with Tom Arnold ringside with Don West and Mike Tanay. Oh, speaking of Gerald Clark, Mr. 6.30, here he comes. Wow. <clears throat> I don't think I was expecting to see him. We actually have seen Jarrell Clark a lot more than I have expected. It's been welcome. I actually have enjoyed him, but. I agree. I think he adds some great depth to the uh, X Division. Oh, this is a five-way match, probably, right? Does he say there's a five-way X Division now? Here comes Sanjay Dunn. 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 That sharp way. Yep. Okay, so Shark Boy Dot Jarrell Clark. Who else do we got? We actually saw a preview earlier and I don't even remember who we saw. 
Oh. This is going to be Matt Bentley. Yeah, they're not telling us that, though. It's just going to be. Well, let's see. Let's see the nameplate. Uh, is it Matt Bentley or Michael Shane? I hope it says Matt Bentley. No, it's it's Dick Shane, Michael Shane. Yeah, but what is his, what is the nameplate going to say? I don't know, but since when did he have cornrows? He literally no, never, never. He did him last night, but. No, still, yeah, Michael Shane. Dude, so last minute changed. That had to have been I, on the day of the show. Identity crisis this guy's going through. Now look at that. No X Division title of PD oh, Williams. They played it real smart. Oh, I give them credit for that, I guess. Because I wasn't sure what they were going to do. Well, you don't want to spoil anything. I get it. Well, if you're going to tape something that's going to air after. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, it's not a, it's not like a deal breaker if he doesn't come out with a belt. No, I don't think so either. I just think that, like I mentioned earlier, when you think of wrestling, I think you think of titles. So it's a shame that we potentially aren't going to see any. Yeah. But I don't think it's like make or break. Petey and Sanjay are starting off the, the match. Your Dutt with a clothesline over his knee. So a clothesline backbreaker combo. Several kicks. Double stomp and then a senton. Whoa. One, two, and kick out by PD. We're also treating this as if it's like a uh, like a five corners match. So Shark Boy, Modrill just got tagged in, and um, Michael Shane were all on the apron. So now, it's, like a, it's just a matter of time before this match just falls apart and then everybody's going at it, right? Yes. Belly to belly suplex there by Drell Clark. And with how quick these matches are going, I think in the next 30 seconds to minute long, we will start to break down. Everyone's going to get in and have a little single time. And then it's going to just. Michael Shane, famous for the super kick. The cousin of John Michaels, in case you didn't know. The corn rule thing for uh, Matt Bentley here is pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> like, why, like, why is he working those? Why is he doing that? It's almost like he had him for like a week. And like, this was the only two shows that were taped when he had him. Yeah. Sharp boy getting tagged in after See, dude, Clark here we go. Last guy to get a little singles time before it fall apart. This is probably just going to be Petey winning this, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the smart thing to do, because whether he's your X Division champion or your former X Division champion at this time, I think it's a safe uh, pick to have him win. Yeah. Shark boy biting some butt cheeks. He bit uh, uh, PD. He bit Michael Shane. Yeah, it's weird that the the only thing they promoted for this match though was that Shark Boy bites Tracy, which he just does now. Well, no, they said did Shark Boy's big bite, which they just showed, and then they yeah. also said X Division action, and they showed like a dive. Oh, can I just can you just let me have my narrative? Bob, I was trying to just give you something, and you just you steered away. <laughs> you steered away. Going for the DSD, but no, nope. it was caught and double oh. power bomb. He almost got shield power bomb there. Yeah. November ninth. Oh wait, that's on the best. Toby Keith show. will be on the best dance war show November nineteenth in that's the what, studio. That's why they showed that clip on last night's episode because they had to kind of. That's probably why it was number one. That's why it was number one. Uh, Michael Shane going for. Oh, I thought he was going for a figure four, but those he's selling for like a. Indian Deathlock was Schwartzer. 
Ooh, <laughs> that gets broken up awkwardly. Double close right off the top. Yeah, here's the here's the falling apart uh, situation. Yeah, oh, is that that weird movie? Does we don't we don't like that move where no. it's like a reverse DDT and he flips him face. I don't. Forward. It doesn't make any sense. The momentum does not work like that. Oh, a cutter by Dutt on PD, and oh, he runs into a super kick. That was really nice. But Gerald Clark comes in, slice bread number two. Oh, oh whoa. Okay, Jerome Clark. He kind of mixed it up. I don't know if it was like a mess up or what, but I like. No, I no, no. I think he, I think he was doing that. Six thirty? No, P.D. Williams is a bastard, and he broke it up. No, you knew this. Uh, Oh well, no, it's different. Okay. (gasps) Oh. Okay, so um, Sharkboy went for like a sunset flip powerbomb on P.D., who was then going to suplex Jarrell. It happened, but P.D. kind of slipped, and Jarrell almost dropped down right on his head. I think he did. I think he landed right on his forehead. Charles Michael Shane right into the knee. Close lines Michael Shane to the floor. Oh, shit. He just slammed on that concrete wicked hard. That's how you know that Michael Shane isn't truly Shawn, Shawn Michaels' uh, relative. Because he would have skinned the cat there. That's the guy we saw right Yeah, but see who's left. Jarrell Clark pinned Peter Williams. Moonsault missed it. And Petey with the Canadian. Oh! <laughs> and what a sell by Jarrell Clark. Here's the oh thing. Oh, my God. Here's the thing about that one. I don't hate that sell because of the way the momentum would take. I, so that's the thing. Is there some moves that, like, a sell like that works? And, like, the momentum that he just took, that was insane. Yeah. He, like, went through the Canadian Destroyer, popped up on his feet, and then, like, bounced and, like, fell. It was crazy looking. Look at Demore's trying to get to Spider John Sally. Scott Demore trying to go after John Sally. If we He's see like, ah! you see these guys at Turning Point, I'm going to be pissed. Um, Bob, we're done with the sports show, guys, after this. I hate to tell yeah. you. Are you sure? You, you don't think they'll appear at... Turning point. Could we get Scott Demore against John Sally? At no, point? we are absolutely not getting that. There's Brian Cox. He's oh man, he threw the recyclables. Bob, what jersey is he wearing? Who pick it up? Oh no, okay, that's his own jersey. That's Brian Cox. It's his own? Oh, okay. Is that like the Dolphins or something? It is. I know because of the color. It's a very unique color. It's, Hard to get that one wrong, I guess. That's why I either. Cox rocks. Nice. Yeah, I guess it does, huh? It's a foolish. Yeah, Goldberg. That guy just got kneed in the face, but we've seen that dunk about 15 times, and he gets kneed in the face every time, and I think it's hilarious. I might watch some Best Damn Sports show on YouTube today. Maybe oh, there's really? some episodes. Some of the stuff that they're showing looks like um, like the ads you'd see at late night that you have to turn the channel if your mom walks in the room. Like yeah. Some of that does not look a good, like appropriate. Right. I guess it's not a kid show either. I'm just saying. No. But like as a middle schooler, you could potentially be watching that. And then like your mom comes in and there's a guy's pants get pulled down and he's wearing like a banana hammock. It's <laughs> just like, oh. Yeah. 
It's just like my favorite example is uh, when they did the extreme expose in uh, ECW. Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't even get me started on that. And it was just like, my mom's about to come in. I was watching some of those recently, a couple months ago at this point. Here come the naturals, by the way. Um, and I send, I was sending you pictures during it, Bob. And I, they start the extreme expose. And then I was like, if my girlfriend walks in the room right now, this is gonna look really weird. <laughs> and so it was like the same feeling of like, uh, I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Oh, wait a second. Okay, it's Monty Brown's song, but Brian Cox is coming out. I can't imagine who his partner is. Yeah, I wonder who could be coming out to be his partner now. (laughs) That's corny. That's so bad. Basically just spoiled it. Former linebacker. Uh, There he is. You can see him. I can't believe that. Dude, I didn't think it was Monty Brown. Who would have thought that Monty Brown would come out to his own music? I wouldn't. Wait, we got to do a quick interview on the way to the ring. It's the ultimate surprise now. That was not the ultimate surprise. You gonna kick some natural ass? He goes, nah, I'm gonna beat some natural ass. Yeah. Hell yeah. But like you said before, I mean, not a bad spot for the naturals. No, I mean, it's not a bad spot, but they're not about to win this. Well, fucking no, but... And I don't even think it's gonna be remotely close. Dude, they were in a storyline feud that lasted two nights with Brian and the mystery who they were gonna fight. They got more they got more going on for them in these two nights than most other guys on these shows. Yeah. Actually, but... you know what else I'm surprised about? Um they did like an interview with Jeff Jarrett last night to hype up this cage match and everything. They did nothing with Jeff Hardy, which you'd argue is like we've talked about. He, I mean, he's very recognizable. Wouldn't you have wanted to do something last yeah, night with him? A, that's a really good point. Now they haven't even mentioned them aside from like, hey, it's Jarrett and Hardy. Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird to me. It is. That's a really good, really good point. Here comes Brian Cox, dude. He's gonna fight the Naturals. Yeah. Double clothesline Double to the naturals. Devastating move. A figure f- attempted the figure four, but he does get it. It oh. almost he almost didn't, but he did put it in pretty He's good. He's doing here. pretty good. He's wrenching the leg. Wow. Well, that gets broken up by Chase Stevens. I think that was nicely done. I was not expecting that. Like to you know, successfully put it down like that. Scoop slam. And another one. Yeah. You guys like my Dolphins jersey? I'm a former linebacker. Is that what Monty Brown was too or no? I can't remember. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Outside linebacker. 
pretty sure. Holy shit, dude. Monty Brown's losing his freaking mind here. That's why they had to help each other out, because they're both linebackers. Yeah, they have that... Uh... Fall away slam. <laughs> Turns his attention to Chase Stevens. Is he going to hit it? Pounds! Ronnie Cox stealing the pin. Monty Brown's going to be pissed. Monty Brown's going to alpha bomb him. That'd be oh, the no, ultimate no. ending. First time as a team. Interesting. It's another fine. For pals. Do you see how long the jacket is that John Sally's wearing? Oh, yeah, he's like 6'11". It's fucking massive. You know, you're right, though. It, that doesn't look proportionate even to his body. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I guess it's a style of coat, but it just seems extra long. It almost looks like a raincoat. Yeah. In a suit form. Look how weird it looks. He's also abnormally lo- like tall. I know, I know. Maybe it's because his, his pants are a little higher than they should be. Yeah, but I guess yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's hard to tell because maybe his torso is shorter and his legs are just extra long. I, that's what I think. That's what it looks like. Hmm. He's like all he's like a male Stacy Stacy Keebler. Oh, okay. He's got legs. What the fuck, bro? What? What, what is, is happening? Right what now? is happening? They're <laughs> interviewing Lex Luger. <laughs> if you did a trivia game with me and you were like, "Hey, is Lex Luger ever going to show his face in TNA again on camera?" I'd say fucking no. And here we are. He's taking his shirt off. Oh. There'll be no one in wrestling again, or especially in TNA. That looks like the total package. Okay, Bob, I gotta say, does he or does he not look better right here than he did when he actually wrestled? No, yeah, he looks good. He looks good. Body-wise, he looks good. He doesn't look as, like, barrel-chested. Remember how, like, he was, like... Yes. He looks like more normal Lex Luger conditioning here. Dude, I can't believe that just happened. Number two is the Swanton. Uh, you know, the this... stroke has got to yeah. be number four. <laughs> There's no way. Come on. Are they I think really going to find out? Number one, let's Here see. Here you go. It oh, is. you son of a bitch. You fucking ass. You son of a bitch. It is not even close. It's not even close. It, that is, out of everything they've shown, that is the weakest move. Is the least look- cool looking. Oh, my. That is too funny. The stroke. <laughs> are we serious? Oh my god! No wonder people are backstage getting getting pissed off about what's going on with him. Trying to tell them that his move is the most devastating move available. We brought in a legend to call the fight. Dusty Rose. Dusty Rhodes. Okay, so du- at least Dusty's calling this and not like freaking Tom Arnold. Jeff Hammond. 
No, I'd rather Jeff Hammond than these other guys. Well, yeah. Okay, here comes um, here comes just uh, Jeff Jarrett. They got. Do you hear this? The fans spoke last this Sunday. Jarrett does not have the title. So they do have new commentary here. See, aligned with Kevin Ash Scott Hall. So they redid some commentary here. They had, uh, unless they knew what they were doing. I think it's a over like a voiceover. I think it, I think it's a dub too because they didn't know they were changing Michael Shane's name to Matt Bentley. Even Dusty too is wow. They want to fight about it. Oh, here comes Jeff Hardy. I do not like the shirt he's wearing. Okay. The thing that's kind of lame about this is that these guys could have realistically had a title match in a cage to like keep the outsiders away or whatever. And like we're just getting like a throwaway non title match on this show. Yeah, that's right. We're going right to it, guys. We are 54 minutes, 13, 14, 15 seconds in, which means we have eight minutes, 54 seconds left in the show. Okay. <laughs> Did Jeff Jarrett just win the match? No, in, in TNA, I don't think it's by escape usually. I do think. Oh, it's by pinfall or something. I do believe you have to get a pinfall in TNA. Yeah. I just, I've never understood the purpose of a cage match and then you immediately go outside the cage to brawl. I think it's a Jeff Jarrett thing. I feel like he does that a lot. Well, or what about, Bob? What about, um, this that. is a little look into the future, uh, spoiler, but like lethal lockdown matches, I feel like always. As soon as it's like time for the match to begin or whatever, like the thing top comes down, they right. just leave. They just leave the cage. Yeah, that's that's true. I feel like I can think of more than one that they literally are just all over the arena. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Speaking of though, we are in the crowd right now, brawling in the impact zone. Yeah, oh my God, even in the cage, right? She always has to go in the crowd every time. It's weird. I mean, I just, I just, I don't get it. Okay, Jeff Hardy's about to jump off of something. Oh. We're getting a replay. Guys in the truck, we need to know. Nice slow-mo replay. And we're going back to the steel cage, which would be nice since we're watching a steel cage match. <laughs> we're going to commercial. Yeah, we are. I, do you think that? Do you think Jarrett's going to win this? Yeah. I hope he doesn't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not delusional, Bob. I know how this goes. Denise Richards is going to be in the studio, dude. November 16th. On the on the best damn. I I think we should do a. A side project where we just review the best damn sports show. Period. I don't think I could, dude. I don't like any of these guys. 
they pissed me off. They made fun of my love, which is professional wrestling. So, yeah, it is. It is pretty bad. Pin attempt by Hardy. Ooh. Jarrett counters a uh, jawbreaker attempt with a knee lift. And he sends Hardy face first into the steel cage. When you eat with that steel with your mouth, baby. Face first into the cage again. Dude, oh my god, they just mentioned Randy Savage again. I don't know why, but I keep forgetting it. It's such a huge, like, epic moment. It's because we're getting thrown off with this random event. Yeah, I don't think that helps. Because realistically, should we expect Randy Savage to be on impact on Friday? Because I kind of do. Um, I don't know. Because he's got to explain his, his situation. And by Friday, I mean, guys, tomorrow, when our episode drops, which is on Saturday, Friday was impacted in 2004. Uh-oh, he's got something. What it's was that? Cage. I don't even know. Nothing. It must be Nux or something, yeah. An, an object, as they call it, when it's like the piece of tape thing, the little tape thing that you put right. in your hand. Whisper in the wind? No. Jarrett knew. He knew that. Uh-oh, is he going for... No, he's going for 34. I thought he was going to pick him up for the most devastating finisher in TNA. The, the struggle. To be fair, they just said top finisher. They didn't quite say how good or bad it was. Well, I'm taking it as the most episode. Oh, you know what? Are they saying top finisher because he's a champion? I think probably. An immediate counter. Already turned it over. That joke, it still works. Twist of fate? Oh, oh God. Jerry took that so bad. Yeah, he usually does. One, two, foot on the rope. Is there rope breaks in cage matches? I guess. I don't think there really should be, but I guess if you can't use brass knuckles or whatever, then you might as well also do rope breaks. Why, Why does he drop to his knees? It's he doesn't want to do a flat bump. Uh, oh, knee lift. Is he going to go for it? Here we go. Yep, the most devastating finisher. It was blocked, though. Toxic clothesline. Oh, no. No, no, no. Holy shit, Hardy kicked out. I thought he was going to be clean. Dude. (laughs) I got Uh, so nervous. I still don't know. (laughs) I don't know either, but I was hoping not that way, like not that quick. Jarrett going to climb up the top, which is silly, since they've already left the cage and clearly did not win. So yeah, what they're doing know. is pointless. Uh, and Je- Jeff Jarrett is not jumping off the top of it. No. Oh, Jarrett just got crouched by Hardy, and he falls. Conveniently right in place for a swanton, probably. And there it is. Swanton. Is that going to be enough for the pin? One. No. Hardy just said no. He hopped off. He's going to go. Top. No way. 
this is Survivor Series 2001 all over again, and Matt Hardy's going to come running out and say, don't do it. You motherfucker. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Did a, like a flatliner, but knocked the referee out? Yeah. Oh, my God. He, they go, what's Jeff Hardy going to do? And Dusty Rose goes, he's getting naked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was awesome. That was a really great call. Dude, Hardy is literally climbing to the top of the cage. Is this really about to happen? Okay, this is crazy. Holy shit. Oh my god, and Jeff Jarrett moved. Fucking missed. Jeff Hardy is also covered in green. Oh, he's got a chain? I think it's a chain. That's a chain. Holy fuck, dude. He hit him in the head with the chain. On now. One, two, three. <laughs> Jeff Holy shit, Jeff dude. He beat him again. Holy shit, dude. What is going on, man? Why? First Why? off, to have to miss a 15-foot uh, swan don already sucks. And then to lose with getting hit in the head with a chain is even worse. Who's this? Is that AJ? AJ Styles, holy crap! He just Jeez, took out. He jumped from the top of the cage. Yeah. Is AJ about to be the next challenger? Sending Jared into the cage. Dude, it has to be Monty Brown. It cannot be AJ Styles. Get out of here. Monty Brown doesn't need to be there. Okay. Oh, oh wow! Conveniently, a guitarist right there. AJ. Okay. Good. Get out of there. What, we're just sending it to Chris Rose in the middle of a brawl? Yeah, that's weird. Oh. Oh, now they had a great time. They had a great time and they made a lot of new friends, which is interesting if you just shit talk the entire industry yeah, for the, two days. For two days, they're mocking it. I will give um, Brian Cox and John... What's his name? Yeah. Sally, I'll give them credit because they actually uh, weren't being stupid. I think Brian Cox enjoyed What is oh. this? Oh, my goodness gracious. Puppet and Tom Arnold are rolling around on the stage. They're going down the stage, rolling around with headlocks. What the fuck? That's really how we're ending this, Bob. Are we serious right now? And we did. It literally ends. That was dumb. That was a bad ending. All right, I'm going to say that this was a middle-of-the-road show, better than the night one. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Which then, in my terms, it almost means I have to give it a, a, a thumbs up. But Yeah. But I don't know if I want to. You don't have to. I'm giving it a thumbs in the middle again. Yeah, it's got to be a thumbs in the middle. Better effort than the night one. They toned down, I feel, the segments and... Yes, they did. They kind of got that out of the way night one, which makes sense. I mean, if they were going to do it two days in a row, I guess it makes sense to just do it the, you know, the most the intro of like, here's your host yeah. and like all that kind of stuff. Because realistically, you probably already watched night one. Um, just I want to kind of just do this really quick, because I, realistically, when we drop our impact episode tomorrow, I think we're going to say, hey, we just watched these. I don't really think there's going to be much to say about them. Because there's, there's really not much i mean i no. guess the there was some because like the exhibition title thing so like right well right title. so there's stuff that's going to carry over but um as far as like notes and stuff i don't really think i saw any um 
the only notes was like what happened at the taping. Uh, but I wanted to at least mention the times for these matches because I think it's kind of interesting how they were handled. Okay. Um, the flag match uh, in the beginning with Three Life Crew and Team Canada went two minutes. The tables match went six minutes and 23 seconds. Tom Arnold and Puppet went a minute 26. Of course, it was really good TO. But uh, Petey Williams beating uh, the other guys in that five-way match went seven minutes and 46 seconds. Monty Brown and Brian Cox defeated the Naturals in two minutes and 22 seconds. And then... Jeff Jarrett defeated Jeff Hardy in 10 minutes and 12 seconds in that cage match. Of course, that's with the commercials and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. Um, I Like I said, I kind of just wanted to, let's get that out, contain this episode itself. We'll, we'll bring up our important points, which realistically, I think is the number one contendership in night one. I think the rest of what we saw is realistically going to be irrelevant. Yeah. They'll mention that cage match probably, but I really don't think that's going to affect much moving forward. No, I'm just, I can't believe that Jarrett beat Hardy again. It just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, I don't really like how they handled that, but, you know, what can you do? This is, this is where we're at. Um, but on tomorrow's episode, we are... We're back on impact. It's our first impact after Victory Road. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that could be going on. We could see the Outsiders. We could see Randy Savage. Mm. We're definitely going to see Jeff Jarrett probably throw a celebration for himself. I'm sure of that. If I had to guess, we we will see the Outsiders. I would say at least the Outsiders. We have to. I would have to think so. Um. I think it's going to be a really big show as far as like what's going to happen after that first big uh, pay-per-view, three-hour pay-per-view. Um, but I think that's kind of where, where I end my thoughts. Um, I'm glad we got through these. These were these are different shows, but um, I'm not sure if they were different in a necessarily a good way. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, how much it would accomplish to get new viewers. Show. It's really good, yeah. Who knows? And there's, I don't know if we're ever going to really know the answer to that. So, yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like they didn't really shed light on the positives of uh, of TNA, like the in the best possible way. Nah, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Plain it's and kind simple. Of, kind of a bummer. But. Yeah. Well. Oh well. Um, it's, it's behind us now. Yeah. Yeah. We move along, and we will move along towards our regular scheduled programming of uh, impacts as we continue on and lead into our next pay-per-view of turning point on December 5th, which will be highlighted thus far from what we know uh, is a six sides of steel tag team cage match, AMW taking on triple X. And then also coming out of these uh, specials is uh, right now scheduled the X Division champion Petey Williams will be defending against Chris Saban. So over the next several weeks, I'm sure we'll get more match announcements for the second monthly pay-per-view. Uh, at this point from now on, I'm just going to say pay-per-views because we're out of weeklies. So we'll just yeah, say. yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but uh, that should wrap up this week's episode. Dallas, you got anything else? Uh, no, man, I'm, uh, I'm just ready to get back to regular impacts and we only got a few more until turning point, which is another one of those shows that 
I mean, it's it's historic. I just can't wait to get to it. Yeah, that's uh, another show that I, I have not watched in a very, very long time. Yeah, me either. So the countdown <laughs> begins. Yep. So we'll continue on to next week. Until then. Well, actually, not next week. The, the, the oh, wow. fourth dude, episode this week. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, you guys are spoiled. Yeah. We'll see you again pretty soon. Until then, for Dallas Greeley, I'm Bob Klein Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Oh, wow.